<laughs> Goat League Assemble. This podcast is brought to you by Dr. Pepper Fansville. We've got bowl season coming up. Whether you're a college football bowl fan or a resin bowl fan, as some of the members in our league are, uh, you can take a nice cold Dr. Pepper to the dome as you sit around and, and place your bets this holiday season. And uh, spark up any other bowls that you may dream of uh, in the bowl season as well. Kyle, how are we doing? <laughs> uh, doing good. Uh, just finished up eating. Uh, Sydney said she's the last thing she wants to do is listen to two thirty-plus-year-olds uh, record a fantasy football podcast. So she's uh, walking walking downstairs. That's a very smart move. Uh, she <laughs> she just she just went up in my book. <laughs> Um, I, I, I can't say I blame her at all. Uh, that is completely normal. Um, you guys just got back from, uh, from your, uh, I was going to say Spanish Thanksgiving, but Mexican Thanksgiving. Yep. Yep. Um, it was good, dude. Uh, it was an awesome trip. You know, Sydney's, you know, her, her sister, her mom, her brother-in-law, her niece, they're good, great people to, uh, to hang around and spend the holidays with. And, uh, it was, it was definitely something I was, I was a little nervous about cause I've never done a, uh, I've done Thanksgivings, you know, like when I was coaching, like we did a Thanksgiving at Cracker Barrel in Tallahassee, Florida, cause you, you had to, but, yeah. um, you know, things like that. But, uh, I've never done a, a Thanksgiving, like all inclusive resort, chilling on a beach in Mexico, like we're watching football at the pool on an iPad. Like it was, it was awesome. Um, I sounds top tier. Yeah, I would definitely be uh, more privy to more holidays spent on the uh, beach or you know something like that. Like just where you just Kenny Chesney style. You know what I mean? Exactly. So how was the? Uh, what did you have for Thanksgiving meal? Like. Was there anything specific or just ate whatever? Um, I mean, you know how the, the all-inclusives are, man. So, like, we kind of just ate whatever. And then for dinner that night, we actually did uh, the steakhouse there. And uh, it was really good. Um, and the thing I like about it there is, you know, it's all-inclusive. So, the portion sizes are super small, but you order, like, seven different things. Exactly. Yeah. Try so it like all. Everybody. Yeah. You're like, uh, yeah, I'll have the mahi mahi. I'll also have the filet. I'll also have the uh, duck confit, uh, au, au jure, uh mashed potato with a spare, you know, all kind of stuff. Oh, and you're just kind of nibbling and you don't feel longer. bad because you're like, <laughs> you know, Charles, I mean, you've done it. Like, you don't feel bad because all you're doing is you get you're up on from vacation. your table, <laughs> you get up from your table, you give, uh, you know, five, ten dollars for a tip and you walk out. And when you give a tip there, you're probably in the you're probably like the five percentile that actually does think to tip these people anyway. So Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's like commonplace here because I mean we don't pay our people enough. So but that that's a whole uh, another a bevy of issues. When you mentioned duck, it made me think of the John Madden Turducken. Um uh, Turducken. <laughs> It was perfect. Um, well, as we we're going out of Thanksgiving, we're rolling into December. I got to ask you. We'll get into you know more Christmas stuff as we get into December. But 
rolling into December here. If you had to say, what is your favorite Christmas movie that is truly slept on? Not the, any obvious. Oh, I got this. Obvious. Okay, because, you know, the good thing about Cindy and I having our first Christmas together is, I mean, she's kind of figured this but just, you know, dating over the, the past couple months, but um, I'm a big movie guy. I'm a big TV show guy. So, like, I always ask, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And there's a ton of Christmas movies that she's obviously seen, but there's a ton of my favorites she's also hasn't seen. So, like, this is a fun time of year where you're going to have plenty of, uh, you know, reasons to watch all the good Christmas movies. There'll, there'll be movies I haven't seen that she likes, you know, that's just how mm-hmm. it is. But um, my most slept on, and I just told her this, I think last week, cause we were kind of getting a list together or at least I was in my head of movies that we have to watch. Um, I think Four Christmases is the most slept on Christmas. I movie fucking I knew you were going to say that. I <laughs> I knew it. I when I was drawing up the podcast notes, I was like Four Christmases. Just write it. And, and, oh my god. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's a great one. Um, it's kind of like we joked about it on the way to Mexico. We're like, hey, we're kind of like doing the Four Christmases thing, except we're going to hang out with family. But right. um. But great you know, cast, great cast, great premise because everybody can kind of deal with you know if your parents weren't divorced, you definitely had family members who were divorced, and if they had kids, you know, like one Thanksgiving you're seeing them, you're probably not seeing them on Christmas Day this year round, you know, like so yeah. you're having to split it up, and then if your family, like in the movie, and you know me growing up, like your family was divorced, but your ass was like, all right, morning's over here at the grandparents. Then you're going to your mom's or, you know, your mom's this morning and then your grandparents in the afternoon for lunch. Then you're going to your dad's in the evening. Then, you know, you're just hopping around. Yeah, Um, exactly. So, and there's always a madness to it when you add in a significant other. So I thought uh, that's, that's one of my favorites. And I mean, Vince Vaughn, hilarious. Um, yeah, John Voigt. John Voigt. Uh, who's the guy that does the um, the Marvel movies? That's always in Vince Vaughn movies. Um, Favreau. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, John. I, yeah. 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 John. Swingers. John Favreau. Yeah, I think he's underrated, uh, like a comedy sidekick, as well. Uh, he's in that movie. Obviously, Reese Witherspoon is just hot. Um, and yeah, I think it's great. Okay. Um, well, I'll give mine. I've seen it recently. Um, it just came out like in 2019 or 2020. You know, we obviously grew up watching claymation and animated or whatever um, Christmas movies. But there's a there's, there's a movie called Klaus. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. But it's just a uh, just a, a one of the best uh, post 2010 animated Christmas movies. Uh, It's really, really very good. It reminds me of The Grinch in a lot of ways. Uh, As in the sense of The Grinch is the protagonist and the antagonist. Yes. Um, So, and same kind of deal here. It's good, though. And then honorable mention, because I fucking love it, even though it's not good, uh, by 
standards is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and Sinbad. Sinbad. It's love, love Jingle All the Way. It's the guilty pleasure laughs. Love Jingle All the Way. Nostalgic, um, relatable, you know, especially as people are becoming parents or getting to that age where they think about having kids and you're like, that's going to be, that's going to, I'm going to have to be in that situation. Maybe not like it was back in the nineties because of like being able to order everything online. Exactly. But I mean, growing up, there was always a toy you wanted and your parents had to freaking bust through to just try to find something along the lines of it. You know what I mean? So hundred percent like the razor scooter phenomenon or, or, (laughs) um, you know, I remember my sister had to get a Furby, you know, like those were hard to come by. Yeah. Extremely hard. Um, Uh, I'll give you, I'll give you, 20 bucks if you can tell me what Arnold Schwarzenegger's profession was in Jingle All the Way. Oh. Dang. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would never say. Not a lawyer. What was he? He was a mattress salesman. (laughs) A mattress salesman. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just happened. I was just looking at it because I was trying to see what year it was. We came out when we were five years old. Very similar time to when that kindergarten cop movie came out. Yeah, um, also a good one. But both like mid five point something on IMDb, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. No doubt. Uh, uh, great one. It's the best. Uh, uh, so that wraps up our little pre-pod bullshit, if you will. Um, we're going to move on to the recap. Uh, we've got fantasy football to talk about, and it's getting it's getting a little exciting. We're coming into lucky slash unlucky week thirteen, depending on who you are and what happens. But before we get there, let's look at week twelve. Um, first matchup, I want to go right into you and Craven. Um, Craven loses, you get a massive win. Not only do you get out of the the eye of of Sacco battling Craven, but you're right there in the playoff picture. Technically, <laughs> uh, technically, I think I still have. I'll tell you right now. Um, what about twenty percent chance? I'm at a sixteen percent chance. Uh, okay. That has gone up since last week. It was at seven percent. So it's not. It's <laughs> not out of the realm of. Uh, <laughs> not out of the realm realm of possibilities. If I win out and finish seven and seven, I do. Like if I beat Jordan and then beat Thick. It kind of adds, it adds up um, as far as the, you know, the the, the kind of playoff picture right now because, you know, we'll get to Vic in a second, but, you know, he's sitting at six and six. Uh, Jordan's, I believe, is clinched this week with the eight and four, mm-hmm. and he just, he just lost a tough one to you. So, you know, if you get those two, We'll, we'll 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 dive in, but let's yeah let's look at this this Craven and uh in my matchup. I was scared. Had you know one for one, I'm in Mexico. TVs are hard to come by. Like I, I had to sit at a empty bar on the resort with a with two state fans that I'm pretty sure were swingers. Um, <laughs> or the or the or the husband. They were was fucking gay. that night. <laughs> 
the husband was definitely kind of gay. Like he was definitely a little sugar a little daddy too, situation. He got a he got a little too close to me. Uh, got yeah. a little handsy, and he had a little lisp. Um, and he was a state fan, so it it adds up. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're gonna have another uh, one of those on the on the pod later. But so Thanksgiving Day, Sydney's brother in law, huge Packers fan. Obviously, I'm a big Packers fan. So we had because they have a almost two year old daughter. They had a swim up pool at their in their room. So That's that glorious. was like a little pool. It was nice. So we watched all the games. Um, and the Carolina basketball game in between um, on Thanksgiving Day. But then that Sunday and Friday, I did not watch any football. I was just following when I checked my phone. And luckily, Jordan Love, 26.62. He's looked great the last three weeks. Threw three touchdown passes. And I was, I was, I was high. I was like, this is going to be a great, you know, heading into Sunday. It's going to be great. Bijan goes off one o'clock game. Finally, uh, Mike Evans does what Mike Evans does. He got a late second touchdown that I, that really solidified my chances. Um, but then looking at you know Craven's side of things, Debo went off on Thursday. Scared me. Uh, yeah, and he also had Pollard go off. Scared me when yep. I saw. Jacoby Myers going off on Sunday. Yeah. And all all I had left, all I had left was to pray. Keenan Allen, second best receiver in fantasy this year. Wow. If he yeah. if he could just get 10 catches and get about 90 yards, I felt like I was gonna win. Yep. And, and what do you what do you do? 14 for 106. I see it now. 14 for 106. He did it, and Lamar didn't have I mean, I think Lamar is probably the MVP this year, and I think the Ravens win the Super Bowl. I've, I've said that uh, against the Niners. I agree. And he didn't have a bad performance, but he didn't have, uh, you know, a 20-point performance. And with Madison as his only other option for the rest of the week and him starting Detroit defense against the Packers on Thursday with minus one points, I was like, I think even if Madison got a touchdown – that I would be okay. And yeah. uh, it worked out. It Ended did. Up being a big win. Okay. I have two questions for you. And I was, this is not a part of what we're going to do later, but I thought about asking these two questions at another point, but I'm going to ask you since you're the owners of these two people, how many touchdowns do you, does Mike Evans have this year? I'd say without he's got looking. nine touchdowns without looking. Fuck you. Does he? <laughs> yeah. He does have nine. That's insane. I mean, he everyone scores was, about every week. Yeah, everyone was so he, worried about Baker, and it's like he's going to sling the fucker the ball. Like, and, and Charles, I'll say this: like when you're a bad team like the Bucks, and you got a six-six Hall of Fame receiver, yeah, you got to throw it up to him. Exactly, it's fantasy, and, not reality. That's what people don't understand. And he's got a few touchdowns this year. Um, same with Keenan Allen. Like when you're having to air it out you're going to go to the big targets and those big guys, man, that's why I think um, next year, Marvin Harrison jr. Is going to be coveted because he's six, four and he's going to have to, he's going to have to go get the ball in yeah. a bad team on a bad team. Um, and 
you know, it, it works out. But, yeah, it was a huge week. It was a huge win, 122 points, you know, and, and at a hey. time when I – at a time when I needed it, so. Yeah. One more. B. John Robinson, what's his position rank for running backs? I, I was surprised it was where it was. I would – I think he's, like, number nine. Okay. I I was personally thinking he was, like, 10 or 11, 12, because very, you know, kind of people would be, dis, quote, unquote, disappointed. He's number six. And That's he's just crazy. now popping off. That's crazy. Charles, uh I probably said this at the beginning of the season, but I'm one running back away from probably being. Oh, you're yes seven, you know seven and five. You're a healthy T Higgins and Joe Burrow away from being the yeah. five seed. Yeah, I mean I've Seriously. got I've got three players that are top ten in their position. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, four players now four. with with Jordan Love uh, that are top ten in their position. And I'll take a Terry McLaurin or a Hollywood Brown, um, you know, plug and play any day of the week. Yeah. Hollywood's still a wide receiver three, uh, and he hasn't done shit. So, he has a good game. I mean, his playoff schedule's pretty good, you know, if you make it there. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's worth considering down the stretch. But quick side note before we move on to the next match. Um for everyone listening, as you listen to me progress through the rest of the podcast, I have tried a new gummy. Um, mm. It is a like Delta 9 gummy from – I literally went and bought it. Um, and I had a little tequila drink to kind of bounce me back up. Oh, man, so, I vomit. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, you're just coming back from tequila land, I bet. But um, anyway – as I progressively lose my thoughts throughout the podcast, everyone just kind of keep that in mind, um, especially <laughs> you, Kyle. But Mooney and Connor is the next matchup I want to explore. And this was a phenomenal matchup. I mean, Mooney gets hosed, um, scores 140 points, loses to Connor. Connor was a 9-3. and three. Connor uh, locks up definitely a playoff stop, probably a bye. Um Mooney's on the inside track, meanwhile, to score the most regular season points and get that prize. Um, but for Connor, man, it was just Jalen Hurts absolutely destroying that that run at the end, won in the match, picking up the Dolphins defense on Black Friday, first ever Amazon game um, on Black Friday, was, was the, you know, set the tone. Yeah, and I want to say also, I did not put this – I did not put two and two together. But Amazon getting a Black Friday game, probably the most brilliant marketing scheme that I've heard in a while. Like, right? what better way to bring NFL, the most watched sport, on a day where everybody's – most people are off of work. They just are on that food coma from the day before. They're doing their online shopping. And they just get Amazon thrown in their face for four to five hours not including the pre or post game, um, that that's a great job, and it's probably going to continue that way. Oh yeah, there's no doubt they're they're smart and they've taken over, so that combo is deadly. Um, I do want to say this: Connor loses Jonathan Taylor, kept yeah. Zach Moss the entire season. Smart, smart. play by him. 
Yeah, big time. Uh, and Mooney, plenty of options. I think Zay Flowers is coming. He, you know, he's at the tail end of his rookie season, mm-hmm. getting ready to gear up for playoffs. Schemes are different for defenses. They're going to have to start passing more, um, especially with their running backs just always getting hurt. I yep. think Zay Flowers is going to be a huge weapon to have on his bench. I, I don't blame him for not playing Zay Flowers. Like, Christian Kirk is due. Um, Fuck yeah. A.J. Brown is going to always get, you know, double digits. I mean, I think he uh, he's top five. So, yeah, he has single digits twice on the whole year. I think he's going to be okay. He, he still hasn't released Bryce Young. I don't understand that, but. <laughs> Me neither, honestly. <laughs> And I don't blame him for, you know, he had to play Philly defense. Uh, You know, the Bills still lost that game. They still lost that game. But um, I I would not expect the Philly defense to get negative points. No. And, uh, you know, Connor heading into what looks like a huge letdown in the playoffs. We'll get to that later. But (laughs) I I don't see his team – I don't know if he's got the roster to to make it to the to the end, but damn, yeah. if he's not putting up the points, and he's shocked the league this year. He, we talked about it on the last pod. He knows. We're not saying anything he doesn't know. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all right, Lick Allen next. Uh, well, this was a massive matchup. I mean, for playoff implications. Uh, for the while there, Lick had his Vikings defense out. He didn't want to risk them getting negative points so that he would lose that matchup. And he was texting me about it and asking me, and I was like, you should sit him, bro. And he's like, I need to get my points up. I was like, I don't need you to get your points up, motherfucker. That's why I'm telling you not to start him. Right. Don't ask me. Right. So, anyway, I just thought that was funny, but they, they scored 10 points, and Lick won by 13. Uh, what a freaking pickup by – Lick to get Dak. I mean, Mooney dropped him October 11th. Lick scooped him October 24th or 25th. And he's been uh, on. Yeah, he's been ridiculous. I mean, dude, he's he started the season subpar, and he's QB4. His last five games, 28, 28, 40, 16, 32. Mm. Crazy. Um, and Lick is at that seven wins. So, I mean, I feel like – He's borderline with his points. He's borderline a lock. It would take a lot for him not to make the playoffs. Um, but we'll get to all that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Allen still has a playoff team. It's going to be interesting to see with, uh, you know, the Derrick Henry, the Brees Halls of the world as their season kind of unfolds, not towards the playoffs, how they, how they use those backs. Um, especially trying to preserve them, you know, for next season and the future. But, you know, I traded traded Allen Pickens and Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed is is turned into the wide receiver number one option for Jordan Love. He's so versatile, can run the ball, um, seems to always find the end zone. And, uh, you know, I think the, the Puka Nakua is like the Rams – he might sneak into the playoffs, dude. So watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when it comes to to Allen's team, all it takes is you know probably one more week of him getting a win, and and he's right there at the playoff hunt. Cam now has the second longest winning streak in the league um, at three straight games. Calvin Ridley's turned it on. 
Garrett Wilson has seemed to find the end zone a couple weeks in a row, and he's had a player step up each week. I mean, you know, last week uh, it was it was Saquon, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Christian Christian Watson is finally getting back into the end zone, looking good. He's he's double digits on the bench, you know. He's got Brock Purdy in case you know Dak something happens with Dak and sneaky little pickup here. Rasheed Rice, dude, he's dude, been on a tear. He's been on a tear. Yeah, no he he had a he had a big game. I mean he I think he got ten or eleven targets as well. Yeah. All yep. right. So next, more make a quick comment. Uh, only two teams didn't break 100 this week, and that's very rare this year, I found. Um, I feel like it's most been the opposite. Uh, yeah. So this was a big scoring week for a lot of people, um, including Josh Allen and Kyron Williams. Um, Kyron Williams, for Vic, been on IR for – listen to this shit. He's missed four games, after, and he's RB10. Crazy, Kyron. Who are you, bro? Like, literally, who are you before the season started? It's just crazy. Um, but through what I just said, Vikram beats Nunnery. Nunnery actually changed his team name, got a quarterback. Um, he's he's out for blood. Yeah, I had lunch with Nunnery today. He said he's back. Um, uh, just go. like in the name, uh, he said he's gonna probably pick up another quarterback this week and uh you know he he's trying to avoid Sacco but I said hey you could also make the playoffs like it's not out of the realm right now um you know Vic on the other hand Pacheco two touchdowns Williams two touchdowns only three people on his roster scored the football they just happened to score eight total touchdowns (laughs) oh my god that's insane. I hadn't even looked at that. Holy the, shit. His quarterback and his two running backs had eight total touchdowns. Everybody else, the best game out of everybody else was the tight end. Or, excuse me, yeah. Yeah. No, no, Taysom Dalton. Hill, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, Taysom Hill. But, I mean, dude, you can't ask for, you know, if you got three guys that are getting you pretty much 100 points, what more could you ask for? Nothing, and if you do, you're just a greedy bastard. Yeah, yeah. Um, so freaking lick the. I mean, not lick. Vic moves to six and six. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's huge. Um, Nunnery could have been six and six with a win there, and like you said, I mean, he's technically still not out of it. Um, so you know that'll be a lot to look at there. Sets up some interesting mm-hmm. matchups and fun, fun little nugget here. Vic was four and six. In eleventh place, hmm. right shit. there, right there with Craven, who was three and uh, Craven was three and three and seven, I think. Yeah, sound yeah. that sound right? Yeah, Craven was three and seven because he beat me, and and Vic is going on a two game win streak tear, and now he's looking like possible playoff team. Yeah. Dude, yeah, we have a – I mean, like I said, it sets up some big matchups. I, I've got his ass this week, so um, hopefully I can stop that win streak. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll see, man. I mean, just two years removed from Sacco right here in the mix. That's what's great about the Goat League. Um, yeah. 
All right, so we got me and Jordan next. Um, not really too much to cover here, to be honest. Um, you know, Jordan just had a little bit of an off week. Um, you know, he had Aaron Jones banged up. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, when I did the power rankings, I didn't put Jordan that high because I just don't think his bench options are really that good. And yeah. I don't think that the waiver wire gives anything and with him having a good record he's not going to ever get priority so right it's pretty much fucked uh as, as far as that goes <laughs> in my opinion um but you never know i mean justin fields has a couple 30 40 point games and it, it changes everything um side note josh downs didn't have a good game but did have 13 targets so could be spicy with titans Steelers and Atlanta and fucking Las Vegas coming up. I mean, that's tasty. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and I had a big week. Um, Josh Jacobs busted off a long run. CJ Stroud uh, is, le- is legit. Um, and DJ Moore had a good game as well as Laporta. Yeah. Um, you, you had a great, you know, picking up CJ Stroud. We said it before. Jacobs has been great to watch. Uh, especially since the firing um, of their head coach, Diggs getting back in the end zone. Chase is pretty much the the only receiver right now with the Bengals, uh, with with T Higgins out, and Laporta. You know, if if it wasn't for C.J. Stroud, I think Laporta would be three or four. You know, on the voting of uh, offensive MVP, or excuse me, offensive rookie of the year this year because. He's proven himself from day one, but DJ Moore, great game. And, uh, you know, Charles, that Charbonnet, uh, he's going to find the end zone, and and it's going to be here soon. Jordan on the other end, uh, you know, you had to go away from golf. Golf's kind of struggled, and you had to ride the hot hand with Justin Fields, who was on the bench the week before. I I get it. I understand it. It wouldn't have helped him this week either way, but – um, you know, big win for, for the mob of one bets. <laughs> Ever since I changed the team name, it's been getting a little bit better. Yep. hundred percent. Um, okay. So last matchup, uh, we got Paul and Weston. Um, this was, I mean, every game is huge, but Weston's actually slips to 11th place. So there's a tiebreakers and everything here as he gets a bad week out of his system, maybe. And Paul has a good week with, uh, you know, we got Weston obviously was still without Jay Jetta. Paul had Fryermuth and replacing Andrews and finally a big, you know, back-to-back big Devontae game showing he can coexist with A.J. Brown. Yeah, uh, and this is a weird game because I think Paul still has the worst team just because of the injuries. Um, he's screwed when it comes to his bench options. Like one, two, three, four, five guys scored zero points. He's got a free agent on his uh, on his roster, and uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. So the options for him, he's just got to hope his starting lineup can finish two more weeks out and not get Sacco. Weston on the other end didn't. I mean, you you hope to see Connor and DeAndre Swift you know, get more action. But, you know, other than that, you know, I think 
Jerome Ford, Godwin, they, they usually have big games. Uh, Devontae Adams has been playing great up until, you know, this week. And uh, St. Brown's going to be St. Brown. So, if, if he could just get, a, you know, a quarterback in there like Geno Smith of last year, I think he's, he's going to be okay. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, so, that really covers all the matchups. Let's talk about, you know, just the standings. Um, we won't really go through it all because it's such a classic Goat League log jam. Um, but, you know, we talked about it a little bit. But Connor and Jordan, they're going to make the playoffs. Um, Connor probably clinched a bye. Jordan probably going to get a bye, but we'll see. Um, I think Lick looks good. And then pretty much, you know, bevy of other, other people besides Craven is in play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what were you going to say? Sorry. No, I mean, like you said, it's the log jam. I mean, you've got one, two, three, four teams at six and six. You've got four teams at five and seven. And Weston could finish the season at seven and seven. And with his points, could be in the playoffs. Um, you know, Charles at six and six could finish six and eight, miss the playoffs. It, it, it's it's the log jam that, you know, we always see. And Cam could finish the season at seven and seven and be on the outside looking in. It, it's just – it's one of those things where these next two weeks, which we're about to dive into, is, is going to be really, really interesting, especially when we start to look at these matchups of six and six teams or, you know, five and seven versus five and seven. You know, the list goes on. Yeah, no, you're right. It's literally anything can still happen. I'm, this is the best league that I'm in the last two weeks of the regular season. Yep. Um, it's really not even close. Um, so, speaking of Craven, we've got Allen versus Craven this week. Um, Craven, if he loses this game, he's more or less a lock for Sacco. Um I know technically you could get to five and be tied with somebody, but his points are so low. I think if he loses this game, he's he's Sacco. So this is absolutely huge, and obviously for Allen's playoff aspirations as well. Yeah, and what do you see from this this matchup, just kind of prediction wise? Um, you know, I've got Allen. Um, <laughs> I think I think Allen wins, and uh, you know, Craven ha- actually. You look at this squad, it's really not that bad at all. Um, but I just think Allen wins by about 12. Yeah, I, I've got Allen this week, and it's just strictly based off of, you know, a little bit of by Mageddon for, for Craven this week. You, you've got four or five guys that are on a bye. You're having to start some, some bench options. It's going to really take a Russell Wilson – uh, game against the Texans, and it's going to take, you know, some running back play, maybe a Waddle touchdown to really get him some points that's needed. On uh, on Allen's side, like I said, you know, looking at the matchup from last week, it really depends on Henry and Brees Hall and if they're going to be utilized in a way to preserve them, you know, or are they going to be used in a way to – try to win the game. And I could see with the Jets going with the backup 
rookie that they have, maybe giving him some more touches. And then Brees Hall is like, you're hoping he catches some passes. You know, I could see Nakua going against the Browns. He could have a big game. Kyle Pitts is due for a touchdown. Pickens is due for a touchdown. He's going against Arizona. I'm going to take Allen, but I think this one's going to be close. I think it's going to be like 107 to like 102. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think it's it should be pretty close. Um, I would agree with you there. Let's uh, let's take a look at Nunnery and Weston. Um, I cannot believe I'm doing this because this is very unlike me. Um, but I am going to be fading Weston and taking my lock of the week, Robert Nunnery, Esquire. Um, I think you know, obviously having Jake Browning as your starting quarterback is is not ideal. Um, but he's got enough playmakers on a on a Monday night uh, to to get a bare minimum accomplished. Um, meanwhile, I think Alvin Kamara has a massive game as pretty much his entire uh, receiving core is going to be injured uh, on the Saints, that is. And I think Amari Cooper is actually going to be able to lace it up. So I got Nunnery, lock of the week. I am actually going to go west in this week. And I think it's going to be Nunnery not realizing that his tight end's out. Maybe. And <laughs> I think, I really think, we see Chris Godwin touchdown, Brandon Cooks touchdown, St. Brown touchdown, DeAndre Swift touchdown, and Weston it's wins. Funny you say that. Even though I'm taking Nunnery, I one of the people you didn't name, my lock of the week touchdown going to be scored-wise, Evan Ingram. I like it. I like it. Hasn't scored all year, I don't think. Really? Isn't that nuts? He's tied in 12, has not scored a touchdown. That's the kind of production you want from a tight end. Yeah, very solid floor. Exactly. Yep. Um, okay, but, yeah, so that's my – so we differ there. It's nice to have a little uh, differing instead of just agreeing with each other. So um, let's look at Paul versus Connor, two of the uh, – you know, South Carolinians, as far as how we all kind of met each other wise. Um, And (laughs) so anyways, um, I don't know who I have in this matchup, to be honest with you. Um, This is tough. I know that Jonathan Taylor is out, but, you know, Zach Moss is going to just slide right into that position. Um, If Olave is out, I like Paul to win. If Olave plays, Connor wins. I think it all comes down to that because he's going to feast versus Lions as the main receiving option um, if he plays. I like Paul this week. I'm going to go against you here too. I I think a uh, chain plays. I hope so. I, you know, I think Deontay Johnson somehow gets into a damn touchdown. Drake London's looked good. Atlanta looks like they're trying to make a playoff push and they're going against the Jets. Yeah. And I just don't like anytime you got to start, you had to do it last week, Charles, but anytime you have to play two tight ends, it scares me. Point It's, it's disgusting is what it is, but 
Um, Unless you got Travis Kelsey and Hawkinson or Travis Kelsey and Laporta or something, you know, I get that, but that's um, very possible. I bet there's people out there that play in that exact combo because Laporta was late, if not a waiver ad. Yep. And I, and I think Chris Olave does not play this week. So I, I like, I like Paul this week. I'm with you there. And, and, uh, then it gets, you know, just kind of gets a little, kind of gets a little goatee in the, uh, in the league. It does. Um, okay. So next we got the uh, cousin bowl part two. We got Kyle. Oh, and uh, I think, sorry. Oh, yeah. And, go ahead. and I, and I think Philly loses to the 49ers. So, um, I saw the Niners are favored by three yeah. at Philly. So yeah, Vegas would agree. Um, I thought about making Niners minus three, my lock of the week. Um, because it was kind of like, wow, one of those things where they know what they're talking about. Like, public's going to get it down to minus one and a half watch. And then we have <sighs> Sorry if you hear vacuum in in the background. That's okay. <sighs> I, th- I took a piss in your ear earlier, so um, no R. Kelly. But the uh, – <laughs> so with you and Jordan – um, I'm just, we'll just go ahead and, you know, just predict the matchups and, and bring our guest on with these next three. But, uh, so we've got, uh, I think, I think that you win this week. Um, I, I, I like the, the fact that, uh, you know, Mike Evans is going against the, the Panthers. Um, but on Jordan's side, you know, I just think with his, with his, options you know it's he's got two guys on the book so it's very dependent if Mike Evans tears it up you know in theory they won't get as much but um I just weirdly see this being insanely close but I'll take you by like a guy here I'm gonna go again on the opposite side I I I beat the brakes off of Jordan week two uh of yeah was it week two or week three probably week three Week three, yeah. No, week you're right. Three. You're no, week, right. Two. week two. You're right. Week two, I beat the brakes off of Jordan. Um, I want to say almost by like 40 points. It was kind of like the game you just had against Jordan. Jordan hasn't done that back-to-back weeks all season. If he has a bad week, he usually turns on to a five-game winning streak. I think we just saw his bad week last week. And I think uh, the ETN touchdowns on Monday night – uh, I could see Cordell Sutton getting in the end zone. Javante Williams is due. Travis Kelsey going against Green Bay. You just said Josh Downs had 16 targets last week. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm really depend. It really depends for me if Green Hunt and or McLaurin or Hollywood Brown get in the end zone. Uh, I'll feel confident. Right. No, I'm with you there. Um, okay. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think it'll definitely be close. I think all these, a lot of these matchups are going to be close, uh, for that matter. But so next we've got, uh, me and Vikram, which is an absolutely massive matchup. Um, as we try to make the playoffs, it's a rematch of, um, I believe like the 2018 or 2019 championship game. I, I can't remember at this point, but, um, so big game here. Um, I've, I've got a lot of people, people on by, I've got, uh, Diggs, Jacobs and DJ Moore, three of my for set it and forget it starters, um, are on by. So, um, 
I'm a little nervous this week with that being considered. He's he's got Josh Allen on by as well as Dalton Kincaid, but um, I, I think I think Vic beats me by about ten to fifteen points this week. Yeah, my lock of the week is Vic. I think Vic wins it this week. What I saw out of his running backs, um, you know, he's having to start Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray's looked good since he's returned. Um, and, you know, he only had three people in his starting lineup score a touchdown last week. I think that kind of differs this week. And uh, I, I like Vic. It's going to be a close one, but I like Vic. Okay. All right. Um, so, lastly, we got Mooney versus Lick. Uh, another massive matchup. Mooney win, wins this game, and I think he's a lock. Even if he's, like, the sixth seed, it would take a shit ton for that not to happen. He has the points. And I think he would get in with seven wins. Um, and then Lick would solidify a spot, certainly, if he wins to get eight to eight and five. Um, so this is a tough one. I mean, Mooney's got Hawkinson on by. Lick's got Saquon on by. Um, you know, we just saw a solid performance. I mean, out of a lot of these guys, and I think – AJ Brown isn't necessarily in the best matchup versus the the, the Patriot or um, Niners, and that kind of worries me a little bit. But overall, I think I think Mooney just has less ugly games on the slate, which tend to help for fantasy. So I think Mooney will win. Yeah, I think Cam being on a win streak that he's on, I'm gonna take just. I think this is the end of the win streaks uh, of Connor and Cam, you know, five and three games respectively. I'm going to take Mooney getting off the schneid. And uh, and I think he wins in a close one and puts Cam back back down to earth a little bit. Okay, Cam. I don't think, and I'll say this. I don't think Cam's won a game when he started Christian Watson. Could be wrong, but – you're probably right because that's how Chris, Christian Watson is like the Gabe Davis uh, for the yes. passes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so we both are, you know, we both like Mooney there. Um, so, you know, I think since we, we've talked him up, might as well bring him on. He is the one to give me out a great piece of betting advice uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday talking about uh, i believe it was a waxing gibbous mooney <laughs> a waxing gibbous that's right what was it the uh the lions can't win on a waxing gibbous <laughs> yeah right. and they were favored by eight and a half points so had to take the packers and it was uh a very easy win there that's so thank you. a little vegas odds there for you a little vegas tip for you moon knows moons <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, so Thanksgiving, you were in OBX, right? I was. I was up in uh, the Duck area, uh, Kerala, as I was corrected. It's not Corolla, it's Kerala, apparently. Well, okay, okay. it's Corolla to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Um, what, was, what was the best food you ate while you were up there? Well, I had some crab legs that were pretty delicious. Dunked them in some... Uh, some butter. My dad got a couple pictures of me with three fingers deep in my throat, so it was pretty delicious. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I was gonna say Mooney's usually a whole fist guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm glad y'all had a good time. Um, so now we're gonna give you just like some unadulterated time to just let you bitch about being scored on. Do a little festivus early. Um. So go ahead. Well, I know this is a rigged league. Obviously, all you guys went to high school together. So this is you've always targeted me. I know that that this is rigged against me. And this year is just an obvious example. I'm six and six, yet I've scored the most points. There's only two weeks that I definitely should have lost. Uh, week two, I think it was I can't pull up my schedule right now, but week two it was to Cameron. I got blown out. And then week nine, Chuck, you blew me out. Other than that, uh, <laughs> I lost by half a point to Vic. I lost by uh, last week when I lost to to Connor. That was the highest blowout I've had, other than those other two. I lost by seven. I've lost by like two points. I've lost by five points. I did get really lucky versus Kyle and win by like a fraction of a point, which is just insane. Um, but yeah, there's a really good chance that I missed the playoffs with the most points scored. It seems like so. Uh, That's the, unprecedented. The conspiracy theories are in full effect over here. I will say, I will say, Mooney. We did let you get away with a uh, faulty draft thing that went on. Could mm-hmm. we could have been helping you. Well, was see, it, what was it? Yeah, who who did I take? I took Dak, uh, and then I dropped him. So I didn't. I don't even think I used <laughs> we that play. Talked about that earlier. It was we two, no Tua. Tua, no Dak. I think I Dak. I drafted Dak. It was a Dak or two. It was one of those. Yeah. So I wish I'd held on to him. <laughs> One of those light skin brothers. <laughs> I wish I'd held on to him. I just traded my whole future in another league for Dak. Smart. Smart. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I think I think you're gonna I think when the season's done, you're gonna say, Okay, eh, this worked out for me. I think so. I think uh it's pretty impressive that I've I'm still using a whole roster of players that I drafted, which is kind of cool. Uh, my, free, my free agent, my drafting is way better than my free agent pickup. So I just have to. And sometimes, sometimes the drafting thing, I mean, that's like luck of the draw. Like you're just hoping somebody doesn't get injured. Exactly. hundred percent. Right. So, yeah. That was, that was, a, that was an interesting stat you threw in the group chat today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, a most, it's a big one. I mean, for example, he's always hurt, but this year, you know, he's number two RB. <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Having him and Stevenson uh, just being able to start whichever one I want to has been great. Um, so, okay, Mooney, we have a big week coming up, obviously. Um, week 13 is upon us. Uh, so we're just, I'm going to go through all six matchups and you just within, I don't know, five seconds or so, just rapid fire picks and then along the way, just say which one is your lock of the week. Got it. I already know which my lock is here. All right. All right. So, first game, I got Allen versus Craven. Uh, Allen. Uh, Nunnery Weston. That's my lock of the week. I've got Nunnery over Weston. Uh, in the past, I've come on here and talked some shit about Nunnery, but this year, Nunnery's team is really good, and that's my lock of the week uh, versus my rival there, Weston. Uh, that was also my lock of the week. <laughs> Okay. Funny enough. But Paul Connor. Oh, man. Uh, Connor. I think, would we go there, Kyle Paul, just because of Alave probably not playing? Yep. Yep. Yeah, Alave uh, might Kyle be done Jordan. for the rest of the year, I heard, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if he's, I mean, anything to do with 
the head and you know all that shit. He's had concussions. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, he's a talent though. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's Kyle Jordan. Uh, Kyle. I said the same. Uh, Charles Vikram. Uh, Jack. We all we said Vic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mooney Lick. Oh man, I'm going Lick. We both said Mooney. <laughs> um, okay, so enough of the football for right now. We're going to go super fucking random, okay? We got three different areas of fuck, Mary kill, okay? So for Thanksgiving. A little um, game time. A little, little game time. <laughs> so fuck, Mary kill. Stuffing, green bean casserole, can't cranberry sauce. Oh, okay, so Mary cranberry sauce. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to have to say fuck green bean casserole because that shit's creamy. And <laughs> stuffing will we'll kill it, although I do love I do love some stuffing, but we'll kill it. Yeah. Charles, what are you, you going with? Um, okay, I would go with <laughs> – I'd probably go with uh, fuck cranberry sauce just because I'm nasty. Um, green bean casserole. I would, man, I would probably, even though I like it, and then dressing stuffing, I would marry it just because it's always dependable. There. Mm. Um, I'm definitely, I'm going to, I'm fucking the cranberry sauce. It'd probably feel really good. <laughs> uh, and it comes in a can. So, like, yeah. It's already shaped well, yeah. You just uh, gonna cut your dick up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're getting a. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll, we'll forget about that. Uh, Extra no, long can. Um, I'm marrying the the stuffing, and I'm killing the green bean casserole. I hate it. I've always hated it. Um, it's like the one thing that makes me like maybe like one percent not white. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're losing a white card there, Kyle. That's a corner yeah. off your, your white toting chip. That's that's a little yeah. yeah, that's a little bit of it takes a little bit of the uh the Aryan out of me. It, I just don't like the green bean casserole. <laughs> I do love green beans though. That's funny. Uh, I like green bean casserole way more than I like green beans. For sure. All right, next up, Mooney. Okay, go ahead. Fuck Kyle. Mary Kill. Joan Rivers, <laughs> Cher, oh, Rebel Wilson, oh, like the new Rebel Wilson. She's you know the what she looks Rebel, a, you want. Rebel Wilson. She looks a little different these days than she used to. What about mid transition? Right, you're already kind of you're already kind of uh, you're already talking yourself into Rebel Wilson. So <laughs> no, I'm definitely fucking Cher because oh, she hits me up. I'm, yeah. I'm there right now. Uh, well, Mary, uh, Joan, I, I, she's she's not with us anymore, is she? Yeah, she'd be a corpse. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and she's got some great hot takes. I'd love to hear them at Thanksgiving. So I'll marry Joan. Um, and then although I hate to say it, say it, uh, Rebel, we'll have to kill Rebel. Okay, Charles. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know, I'd probably. Joan Rivers as well. I fought Rebel Wilson and Kill Cher, I guess, just because then I could just take her songs and make millions. Cher's been hot for like four decades. 
Yeah, fair. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm fucking Rebel Wilson. Nothing wrong with a with a you know a little bigger bigger woman. Uh, Agreed. You know, keep, Agreed. Keeps you warm it. You know, on a lonely night. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna kill Joan Rivers, and then I'm gonna say to Cher, "Do you believe in life after life? <laughs> I can feel something." Yeah, let's do it, Cher. Okay, I fuck with it. Um, all right, last fuck Mary kill. <laughs> so we got three cities. They're all in the AFC North: uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Mm. Oh, ooh. <laughs> uh, I've seen a dead body in Baltimore, so <laughs> <laughs> might as well kill it. <laughs> <laughs> might as well kill it. I've never been to Cleveland. Uh, I've never been to Pittsburgh either. So we'll say Mary Pittsburgh. But Cleveland, kill Baltimore. Okay. Oh man, um, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. I'm killing Cleveland because just screw the state of Ohio. <laughs> um, I'm gonna fuck Pittsburgh because I think you know I could get in with the Yenzers, kind of similar to Baltimore type of people, blue collar. Um, and you got Permani Bros for the night. And then I'm marrying Baltimore. I think it's underrated city. There's a little bit of Fayetteville in it with the crime. There's a little <laughs> bit of history in it. You're on the water. The you harbor is really sports. nice there. One of the best baseball stadiums. Uh, M&T Bank is a good football stadium. You're still around good college athletics with mm-hmm. Ross and um, – uh, Maryland's right there, and then you know. Also, if anything happens to me, uh, I got Johnny Hopkins right down the road. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> it was me and Sloan Kenner, and we were blazing that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I will fuck Baltimore because uh, it has some craziness to it, but also some beauty to it, which is kind of yeah. how I like to the fact. So, uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, um, I'm marrying because they have a steady jobs with the coal mines and, and all of their uh, blue collar type. And then Cleveland, I'm killing because basically with Houston. I think Cleveland would be a freak, honestly. I'd definitely love to fuck Cleveland. Yeah, that was between uh, I was between those two. <laughs> and then I kept thinking about Cleveland from Family Guy, and I was like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> all um, right, Mooney, next game. Are you ready? Football. This is called Guess That Player. Okay. <laughs> question 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 number one. Four games, less than sixty percent completion rate, but is a top five quarterback. Who is he's, that quarterback? He's only played four games, but he's a top five fantasy no, quarterback. No, 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 he's got four games with less than sixty percent completion rate. But he is a top five quarterback. Ooh, um, the first one that popped in my mind is Dak, but I don't know if that's right. Not Dak. Not Dak. Um, top five, Lamar, maybe. Not Lamar. Not Lamar. Not Lamar. All right, last guess. Last guess. Um, it could be another Josh. Josh Allen. Not Josh, and it very well might be. But the player we had down was C.J. Stroud. Ah, uh, right. Of course, yeah, dude. That guy's a talent, right? 
Yeah, it makes me cringe. Yeah, well, I, I still don't. I still think Bryce and CJ could have a long rivalry in the league. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if he gets off the Panthers, <laughs> <laughs> if he gets to a competent <laughs> organization, <laughs> maybe sells the team. Yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. Next one. Uh, this dude missed multiple, as in at least two. I'll say missed three games to injury. Still top twenty at their position. Give you a hint. It's running back. Uh, missed three games. Still top twenty. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, uh, well, Mostert. Yeah, he's one. <laughs> I, I would, I would have said like top three if that was it. Yeah, that's the only difference. Okay. Over higher. Uh, Ramondre has he missed any games? Stevens, uh, New England running back. Looks like Mostert hasn't even missed any games, dog. No, Mostert hasn't missed. He missed one game. Oh, that was it. Just one. Yeah. That was a buy. Yeah, because they've had Ahmad and Jeff Wilson's actually coming back now. Yeah, they've just used a bunch. Yeah. Um, um, it's not Stevenson. Stevenson. So let me give you one more. Let's say maybe, I don't know, Chicago running back. Same division. Used to, previous. Used, to be, used to be a Chicago running back. Used to be. Foreman? No, no. I don't know. I don't know. I give up. Dave, David Montgomery. Montgomery. Oh, Montgomery. That's a talented team over there, too. Right? That's a fun team to watch these days. This is a good one, too. This guy is a running back as well. He's had multiple single-digit performances, but is still top five at the running back position in fantasy. ETN? Good guess, not top five. Not top five. Uh, still top five. He's number six. Wow. Wow. Um, really? Swift, maybe? He's probably not top five. No. He's missed some games. I don't know. He's eight. Good guess. Najee Harris? Nah. Nah. He's been Brian Robinson recently. Brian Robinson for Washington. Yeah, yep. that's crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. I would have. I was kind of staying away from here, although I know he's really talented. It's just a weird team to kind of, you know, bet on. Associate anything good with. Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. We have two more. Um, Okay. This guy's top 15 wide receiver. He's averaged 12, almost 12 targets a game in the last four games. Wow. And he's not on a great offense. DJ Moore. The, that's a good guess. I don't. I don't think he's averaged that many targets. I just know he had a big week last week. It's a great guess. Um, uh, Jacoby Myers. Solid guess, but no. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. Uh, he has a quarterback that has traveled quite a bit uh, to like different teams. Not quite a bit, but at least three or four times. Uh, oh, I'm going to go with uh, – this is probably wrong, but maybe Tyler Lockett or Metcalf. That's a good guess. Uh, it's Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman. What team is he on these days? Colts. Right. Okay. Minshew. I wish Minshew uh, was a Panther a couple of years ago. Me too. I would have been all about that. Um, all right. Last question. 
I'm pretty bad at these. It's this hard. Is, I mean, it's, it's random. Tough. That's the point. Um, this is another running back. This running back averages less than two and a half yards per carry, but averaging over 12 fantasy points. Derrick Henry? No, God, no. Mm. Um, whoever the Panthers are putting it running back these days? <laughs> it's actually a pretty good guess. Uh, it would be uh, Chuba Hubbard, but uh, that, that was a great guess, actually, based on that. Um, but, yeah, so just think about somebody similar that's basically not able to do much because they suck. What, and di- what division are they in? Usage. Uh, AFC East. AFC East. AFC East. Catches a lot of passes. Catches a lot of passes. Oh, man. Gus Edwards. I don't know. No, he's not a rookie. For second year. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Reese Hall. Reese Hall. Reese Hall is interesting, man. I hope that people exactly. I hope that people don't like him so I can just draft the shit out of him next year. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Hundred um, percent. Well, thanks for playing that game. Uh, I got them all wrong. It was all super random, which was like I said, that was kind of the point. It was just like things that were weird to me. Um, but we're gonna do our locks of the week for the NFL, and then we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and roll out. So, uh, Mooney, I think you have one prepared. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm gonna go a little out out on the ledge here. A lot of teams, the week after they change coaches, they just have this weird inspiration and they can clutch up a win randomly. So I'm going to take Panthers with five points uh, versus the Bucks in Tampa Bay. So I'm going to take those points there at least to cover. Oh, I could definitely see that. I could see them losing by like a field goal, 100%. It's yeah, <laughs> close but, enough to piss me off. Exactly. But I think the game of the week is that 49ers-Eagles, and that's in Philadelphia, but the 49ers are still favorites. That's really interesting, I thought. We said the exact same thing. I, we were, I was almost making that my lock because it like kind of was like, oh, Vegas knows. I'm just going to go with Vegas and yeah. let the public bet it down and then bet it. That's interesting because we. that's so funny. I think um, that's the game of the week, though. No, 100%. NFC Championship preview. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, what's you, what you think? My lock of the week is Browns. Plus three and a half against the Rams. Mm. Oh, I thought about going the opposite way on that one. And I also, I always have a few. That that's my lock of the week. But I also love Broncos three and a half plus three and a half. I like Titans at home plus one. Mm. Um, and I really like the Steelers five, by, to win by five and a half. I tell you what, the Steelers are missing a quarterback, and they're an elite team. And I wouldn't, I would not be surprised because it's a Thursday night game if the Seahawks covered nine points against the Cowboys because those Thursday night games are usually just mucked up. Yeah, low scoring. Games. I agree. I think I'm gonna take that. I like that. Yeah, that Thursday. Nine points uh, is a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Especially since Geno's like fine. It's not like he's hurt really. Um, okay, so mine is twofold uh, player prop, whatever the Kamara, his number of uh, receptions, they haven't released it yet, but whatever it is, take it. 
Um, so I don't have anybody this week. Uh, and then Browns, Rams. I'll do the same thing as same game as Kyle, but I'm taking under 40. Under 40. Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's oh, I do like under 40, but I think it's gonna be gross. And everything's been going under recently, it seems like that are low games that shouldn't go under. So that's what we'll go with. All right. So trying to think how I was going to sign this thing off, but we'll uh, we'll end it by saying that we missed the full moon on November 27th. It was called the Beaver Moon. Beaver Moon? Um, what does that mean? Uh, it just is the uh, the full moon in November is named after beavers who build their winter dams at this time of year. It's also called Frost Moon and Morning Moon. Interesting. The more you know. <laughs> right. Hmm. Uh, tonight we've moved to a waning gibbous, ninety-seven percent. Um, it's uh, seven nineteen p.m. and I hope everyone has a great night and a good week. Gibbous is still the most ridiculous word in the world. <laughs> I agree that it is. Well, good luck, everybody. Peace. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Right, later, guys. Good luck, everybody. <laughs>